magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Welcome to our Yay. third episode. Yes. Very exciting. So let's do our Magic Monday um, business stuff up top. So um, we really love hearing from everybody. And if you have any questions, oh, another, maybe I could mention this here that um, if anyone wants to ask me any question um, as far as like, I could answer one question next podcast, like as far as if anyone has a question about maybe an animal or a person who's passed or just anything in their lives, I guess I could look at energetically in between and, and answer. We should name that segment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd love to hear your questions. And, yeah. um, and so you can find us at, on Instagram at magic Monday podcast. You can listen oh, on to, iTunes. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, if you want to send in a question or just to say hello and anything else, go to magic Monday podcast at gmail.com is that it or oh, is it just magic it. monday at gmail.com oh no i don't remember uh-oh <laughs> well <laughs> i know terrible. that you can this you can <laughs> you can go to my website at tesswhitehurst.com and then click on podcast it's front and center and then from there you can see the show notes and you can also see um a contact? link to contact us yeah. okay good yeah. all right it's i'm pretty sure no, I don't know. It's one of those two. So. I think it's Magic Monday podcast <laughs> <and> email. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted them to know where to go if they wanted to do that. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, yeah. So what else? Oh, yeah. On iTunes. Also, if you oh, can yeah. go to i, We're now on iTunes, which Yay. is exciting. Um, you can still listen on the other link, right? Yeah, at Podbean. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, if you rate and review us. Well, I think if you write a review, what happens is we go up in iTunes somehow so that um, people can, when they're searching for spiritual podcasts or something, it shows up. The more... More visible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really important at this early stage yes. if you don't mind supporting us. It would be really awesome. Yes, we would appreciate that. You know, we could even read a review on the air if you so desire. So sure. if that's something you want, <laughs> write that up. We and could do it. We'll do it. All right. So let's check in about last week we picked two cards. Oh, yeah. And we picked... um I guess we picked them for each other, but mm-hmm. um, I don't even remember which one you picked. <laughs> it was like a fairy one about having fun. I don't remember what it was oh, called, shoot. but it was from the Colette Baron Reed, uh, uh-huh. The Wisdom of the Hidden Realms, and it was that fairy, and she was reminding you and our listeners mm-hmm. to have fun. Wow. I wish I had remembered that. <laughs> Would that have helped? Yes. Really? Instead, I remembered the one I picked, which was chaos oh, and conflict. Right. And that I remembered as it oh. appeared within my environment. Oh, did it? Well, um, my husband, Brett, also our wonderful producer, shout yes. out to Brett. <laughs> Um, he works very hard and so good at it. Um, but he was gone for the week, which is very unusual. Um, he works from home. And so we have, um, a mini animal sanctuary here with 16 animals and we also have two kids and it was very chaotic and a little stressful. It was actually less stressful than I thought it would be, but if I had remembered to add the fun element, Maybe it would have been a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it did feel a little chaotic. It definitely felt a little chaotic. And yeah, like I said, it was a little, it was like I had to keep reminding myself to bring my energy back to me and, you know, be in the present moment because there was like, there's just a lot going on. And I, a lot of, a lot of balls in the air, oh, as yeah. they say. 
Yeah. But so the chaos and conflict one res I think they both mm-hmm. resonated with me too. Mm-hmm. I I was really looking. I was like, okay, is this the chaos? Like, when is the chaos? <laughs> oh <coming?"> no! <laughs> <laughs> and but it was it was not traumatic for oh, me. Good. It was. We took a road trip. We went to mm-hmm. um, Santa Fe, and we went to Meow Wolf. Have you ever been to no. Meow Wolf? Or he- have you heard of it? No. Oh, it is so interesting. It is an art installation, but that makes it sound way more boring than it is because mm-hmm. it's like it's like it, it's also called nonlinear storytelling. It's like this. It's fascinating. You go in there and it's like um, a house. You're in like somebody's house. Mm. And then there's really interesting it, – it, there's some kind of story that you have to tap into. Like apparently the um, the laws of physics have been breached and someone in the family has disappeared and there's all these what? clues. And then you like go from a portal from the refrigerator oh. into like another reality and it's like this other part that you, you can't like, – Oh, I and saw you, you posted on mm-hmm. your story. There's yeah. different portals. There's like a portal through the wash the uh, dryer in yeah. the laundry room. It looks like a normal laundry room like in every way Whoa. but there's like a portal and then it's it's really cool. It's That's actually awesome. George R. R. Martin is the producer of it. Like he mm-hmm. spawned, he donated so that because he lives in Santa Fe, and so he donated so there can be this like really, really like interesting and ornate, uh, just something you've never been to before. And it's definitely wow. chaotic. Like What's so that in, it's called Meow Wolf, like Meow, like a cat. But oh, it is. I thought I yeah. was maybe making that up in my head because no, yeah. I don't see how the cats. I don't know why it's called that, I but see. It's, okay. it is very chaotic, and it, it, it's beautiful. It's also wow. – it kind of gave me the David Lynch feeling sometimes mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's like poetry of just mm-hmm. – that is hinting at some deeper reality. Yeah. And, and so I felt – I was like, well, that is the chaos energy <laughs> where it, it like restructured our brains to be Whoa. there in a, in a really healthy way. Yeah. You know, and you feel like this is so good for my brain. And I also think of that in traveling in general when yes. I take a trip. Like this is re- – it's like chaotic because it's not my everyday. Yes. But it's somehow like shaking me up like the tower card that mm-hmm. we're talking about. So there was that. But then – it was also when we got back, we suddenly like our leases up soon, and we suddenly oh. were like, "Do we want to stay in Colorado?" We weren't what? sure. Suddenly, we are going to. Oh, okay. It, that's Spoiler like, alert. To, to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it that's the end of the story at the okay. beginning of it. But like, but we did just question, wow. you know, okay, what are we doing? Where are we going to be? And that felt chaotic because I felt yeah. I got a headache instantly, and we were on the same page with it, but it was. Mm-hmm. Like kind of shocking and to, to so, even consider moving. Yeah, but yeah. I I attribute that and probably also maybe what you're going to through is probably related to Saturn going retrograde oh. last Monday on April 29th. Did you know about this? Yeah. Well, you posted, and I do get various emails from astrologers. Yeah, and it, so it was like that. It was right in line with that. The whole deciding where we wanted to be, oh. where we were like. Instead of just being like, yeah, of course we want to be here. We just were like, okay, do we? And if we do, why? And then, and then we had this like renewed sense of, oh yeah, it's because we love it here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it was right. just instead of just going, you know, just out of habit, like, yeah, yes. of course we'll sign another lease. We like really examined it mm. and then we felt a renewed love for where we were, but it did like that shakedown. It mm. was that it did feel like some of that tower so wait energy. saturn talk a little bit about so saturn is when it's in retrograde that's what's happening right yeah so saturn is a planet that has to do with it has to do with karma it has to do with limitations also but that doesn't mean it in a bad way it's mm-hmm. like discipline focus boundaries um those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So when Saturn's retrograde, I mean, I am not, I wouldn't call myself an astrologer, but yeah. I tuned in to the vibe and that's oh. the, the blog post I wrote. I was like, oh, it's really asking us to look at our decisions and our goals and what are we doing to reach those goals and why are we making the decisions we're making? And mm-hmm. so it like gives you the, the opportunity to gain more clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I should do that. I never thought about tuning into the planet like that. Yeah. Well, it's like that with astrology for me, it's kind of like, oh, something happened on Monday. 
Mm-hmm. What is this energy? It's yeah. like, it, it, as a sensitive person, you can yes. kind of just be like, oh, that's what, I could totally see what that is. And mm-hmm. then I can feel it and kind of navigate it mm-hmm. too. You know? Well, yeah, when I know it when Mercury's in retrograde, especially late that when it went through Pisces and I have a lot of Pisces in my oh, chart. Yeah. So I was really like, whoa, I felt that really strongly. Oh yeah. But I like that idea of just like anyone can kind of tune in energetically Mm-hmm. to the planet and be like, how are you feeling with this? And, you know, I feel like a lot of people feel, I mean, once you, if first they have to embrace the idea that it's possible to do like the kind of work we do, for instance. Oh, yeah. And, and it's possible for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a matter of, of practice. I mean, I've been doing my work now for like 16, 17 years um, on my own. I mean, for a lot of that. And, um, the more I do it since I started, you know, just like, okay, I'm going to open this up and take clients regularly. The more it's just, it's the messages come through quicker Mm -hmm. and quicker. And, um, and you know, the more I have faith in it because I have so much confirmation, I guess, but also I just feel it stronger. So anyway, this is a long way of saying people should try it, like tune in to the planets or whatever on um, the the flowers, as you talked about a couple of weeks ago and yeah, get the messages. It's really empowering. Yeah. You know what I just thought of when you were saying that was, um, you know how when people get struck by lightning, it becomes way, <laughs> sure. it becomes way more likely that they'll get struck by lightning oh, again. I didn't and know. No, yeah. And no, I don't think anyone knows why. Do, do they? I don't know if they do. I think they don't know why, oh, but it does remind me of that, that it's like you become a channel mm-hmm. and then you become it like the more you're a channel, the more yeah. natural it becomes to be a channel. Yeah. That's interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I feel like just when you said that, like energetically, it's like they match it. And also yes. I feel like there's a, another thing that I do a lot is like, for instance, um, I believe we set permission levels for things to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like, well, anyway. And um, so when my husband traveled, for instance, I'm like, he's like, permissions are off for anything bad happening, <laughs> like for him to die. Because I had a past life where... I was a young widow, so I'm always like, oh, this will actually come into the energy report. But anyway, so worried about him. So he's like, my permissions are off. So it's the same kind of thing, like just um, turning off your permissions. And I bet when someone gets struck by lightning, (laughs) then they kind of unconsciously open their permission even more for it to happen, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, oh, this is possible. So it could happen. It's like they're attuned to that energy. Yeah. And also kind yeah. of allowing it. Like before, you don't really think you're ever going to get hit by lightning. But then if it happens, it just really opens it up to allowing it. Yeah. Unless you turn it off. Yeah. Maybe there's a way. I don't know. And if any listeners, yeah, there if, you're like, if you're like, I'm a scientist and I know so much more about this than you guys do, <laughs> then <laughs> please, <laughs> please let us know yeah, okay. the de- the details that we don't know about <laughs> being struck by lightning <laughs> several times. Yeah, but um, yeah, you definitely can turn it off, I think. Mm. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can turn off and on permissions for any, like, if you're worried about like I'm flying soon, right? So I just turn all permissions off for me to get hurt in a plane crash, you know? Oh, yeah. And then I think I'm understanding now. Mm. That reminds me of the polarity, the law of polarity, um, the hermetic law of polarity in Mm. magic. Do you know about that? No. It's um, it's written about in a book called The Kabbalion, and Mm. it's from, I don't, I can't say exactly when, the Renaissance, maybe? And um, it talks about that, how everything is a polarity and how we get to choose, as magical practitioners, we get to choose where in the polarity we want to be. We can consciously shift it. So Mm. everything is always fluctuating from one polarity to the other. So, for example, from joyful to sad or Mm -hmm. from prosperous to poor and but as as uh magical or metaphysical practitioners we can consciously choose to stay closer to one pole rather than the other so it kind of reminds me of what you're talking about with Mm -hmm. the permission that it's like 
you're exercising that ability to set a boundary. Actually, we can even think about it mm. in that terms of Saturn. Like this is this is what I'm choosing on this pol- this mm-hmm. spectrum. You know. Yeah, I do feel like um, I don't know. There's a lot that gets into a whole other thing about like <clears throat> I feel like there's a big part of the new age movement that's like, oh, you choose your reality. So if quote unquote bad things or bad things happen, you chose it. And I don't believe Uh, that. Yeah. No, no. I Especially with like privilege and, you know, all of that. Um, Yeah. I mean that I agree because it's also about like learning, you know, like we said, we talked about this with the tower card when we were talking about the chaos and conflict card last week Mm -hmm. is transmuting challenges into blessings Mm because when when you do that when you live in an empowered way and look back like there are things that have happened to all of us that were really challenging that we wouldn't have chosen in the moment but then we realize wow if that hadn't happened I wouldn't have all of this wisdom and all this ability to help heal other people who are going through something similar or to have learned how to love myself more or forgive myself more. So Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you 100% on that, that being open to the full spectrum is important. But I also think that there is also a degree of empowerment where we can like with your permissions, like you can also co-create your reality with the universe. Yes. And Mm -hmm. open up to like, yes, okay, we're having this challenge right now. Like this is happening and I say yes to it and I'm moving through it. Yeah. So I think it's both. Yeah. It's like a both and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you are in a challenge, I guess it's, maybe it's just that it's not helpful to be like, well, I created this. What did I do to create this? Because it just makes you feel worse. And instead guilt. Yeah, exactly. And instead just be like, yeah, like you said, I'm here. I'm open to it. What's happening? And then you move through it. Exactly. Because if you're closed and retracted and and, um, retracted, resistant, um, you can't move through it. Mm -hmm. Or you can, but it's real slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Surrender to it. Say yes to it. So it sounds like you, I would say, as I predicted last week, I don't really do <laughs> predictions, but um, <laughs> I read energy, but I always say, tell people I don't read the future. Um, it sounds like you were more in line with the fun card and I was more in line with the chaos card, but um, in the conflict card. But I mean, they both work together. I feel like there's mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm saying it was like more, you were, it sounds like your trip was more fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't feel guilty. <laughs> I'm just saying that seems like that was more resonant it was with your fun. week. It, it really yeah. was fun. Yeah. But there was some chaos energy mm-hmm. in there for sure. Yeah. Conflict in my life was really managing the kids. Some, a lot of times they get along. I have a 10 and 12 year old and... Um, some when they don't, boy, they sure don't. So mm. that's something too. But it's okay. We 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 managed it. We got through it. A lot of communication in this house. Good. Um. All right. So should we do the energy report? <laughs> yes, but but you have to sing it again. The energy report. Nice. It's <sighs> a new edition. Um. Okay. So this week I. As I think I, well, anyway, said that it might relate. Um, I, okay. So I have read for a few people this week who were getting their information from past lives, like almost all their information in present day. So it was really informing their present day lives. Um, Mm -hmm. and I have seen obviously, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but, (laughs) um, I, I, a lot of times see past lives and, oh yeah, this, I mean, past lives, people get really sometimes interested in, like, it's this really, um, out there kind of thing. I feel Mm -hmm. like I might've said this before, but often it really is basically what's happening today. Oh yeah. (laughs) I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like, oh, you're in a different body and it's helpful for me to help them because I can de-energize that. But other than that, 
I don't – a lot of times it's not that helpful. I mean, the it's not – The story on, isn't. Exactly. The story yeah. isn't. That's I, right. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's like that when I have done Akashic Clearing, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I could tell you the story, but it's really not the point. Right. Exactly. It's not that – it's never like, oh, my gosh, okay, now I feel better. I mean, I think I, again, like by de-energizing it and updating the contracts, it helps to like get you more in present time. But it's really just like, oh, okay, well, this is happening again. So really the power is in the present and healing what's happening in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can heal the past by help. Yeah. But in this case, these people were really getting so much information from the past lives that really did not like affect I mean, it was affecting today, but it wasn't happening at all today. And yet they were getting that information. So like living from a place of, um, I have to be strong, for instance, when in, instead of l- allowing myself to feel these feelings when nothing in their environment was dictating that. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was like, it, I mean, I guess what I'm tuning into is that that feels sad, like Saturn retrograde again, oh. like karma, mm-hmm. right? The story of karma and going back mm-hmm. to old old limitations that are ready to be released. Yes, but and in this case, the old limitations were like so ready to be released because they weren't even happening in present day. Whereas I said before, a lot of times past life stuff is happening today. Okay, Does so that they make were. Sense? So they were, I guess maybe I don't know shit. So they're getting the story, like they're having the memory of it and. Well, not a conscious memory, but it's like, for instance, okay, it would be like, um, everything in my life supports vulnerability and expression and everyone around me is supporting that. But I feel for some reason, like I have to be strong here and I can't show myself and I have to, you know, quote unquote strong, um, which is actually not true. Right. <laughs> um, and I have to be guarded and I can never be wrong and that kind of thing, even though nothing in my actual present day is creating that situation. Oh, I see. So then were they confused? Were they like, why am I? Why yes. is this happening? Uh, yeah. it, it created a lot of anxiety. And that's just one example, not a real world example because I don't share my clients' stories. But um, but yeah, that's just like it created a lot of anxiety because I don't know why I feel anxious when nothing is actually happening yeah. to make me feel this way. So um, I thought that this would be helpful to share because even though people may not be getting information from, there may not be such a bleed through from past life of everybody. A lot of times we do, we're not really in the present, right? Even in our relationships, we're drawing from, old hurts or old fears and we're not in our present feelings of what actually is happening. Mm, Do you know what I mean? So like we may be reacting to somebody and getting defensive even though they're just like past the butter and it's like, what do you mean by that? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Because you said it like my mom said it. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. not conscious thought maybe, but um. so anyway, I thought it would be helpful to talk about this and just say like it's really good when you say well always to check in that you're in present time and you can just do that simply by saying hello to present time Mm. and you can also do it by looking around the room for instance and just saying I'm here now feeling your body feeling your feet on the floor and then you can also if you're in a conflict or feeling upset just kind of ask yourself is this what's happening now (laughs) like am I getting this from this person or am I taking past time stuff even if it's not past life and then just saying again just saying okay hello present time and I really like to breathe in white light of validation and gold light just to um, shore myself up you know Mm -hmm. to bring me in present even more yeah, and I wonder if if do you think it might be helpful to to name mm. w- what the story is that is challenging for them because yeah. like I'm thinking maybe they could tap their thymus area that mm. so that's the area between the heart chakra and the throat chakra and mm-hmm. in 
Akashic clearing, I have people tap there or when I do them on myself, which I actually just did one on myself yeah. yesterday. I felt intuitively guided to clear some past life stuff oh, yesterday. So wow. it's probably that energy report stuff. Yeah. And it was like three really deep past lives yeah. that I cleared. They were patterns that were really intense still in this life after all the Akashic clearing I've done. Wow. They yeah. still came up. So it's a thing. So, um, if you like, notice the pattern. Okay. You know, I feel afraid to open up in my relationship or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Then you can, or, or maybe even like the story that you're telling, like relationships aren't safe. Mm-hmm. Then you could say that to yourself. Relationships aren't safe while you're tapping and ask the divine to help clear that out mm-hmm. and then rephrase it and then like rewrite it for yourself. Yes. That's a and good one. And then like also do a little ritual. Mm-hmm, I love that. And also always bring in, I really want to tell people to always bring in gold light whenever you are done clearing because when something is cleared, then the space is empty. So mm-hmm. you want to fill it back up. Yeah. Do you do you ever work with angels? I really like working with angels. Yeah. To, what do you mean? I mean, I talk well, to them a lot. <laughs> for, for Akasha Clearing, I like to work with Archangel Metatron. Mm. Um, so it just feels like so powerful. Mm. So, like the that's to me that feels like a master energy for oh, nice. working with clearing and rewriting the Akashic records. Nice. And then Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael for just energy clearing in general. So those three um mm-hmm. for me are like that's the super powered cleansing mm. and shielding. So you helpers. bring in how do you do so you just how do you well, I'll just say that, yes, that sounds great, and I want to know more about that. But also, I think it's important to bring in your own highest gold as opposed to angels' energy oh, yeah. into your space. I'm sure you do, too, yeah. But it's important just, like, as another step to, so that you're filling with your own information, your own highest gold after. Oh, yeah. yeah. But how do you work with them? Well, so Metatron, um, I envision or connect with as um, – Almost the same thing as universal light. Mm. So like the diamond light of infinity. Nice. Um, tapping into like I when I connect my crown chakra, mm-hmm. the pillar of light to the cosmos, I can connect with Metatron in that way. I like to call in Metatron before I write, before mm. I work with um with other people when I'm doing intuitive mm-hmm. counseling, when I'm doing um uh a presentation of some sort because it's like that ta- tuning in straight tapping into the divine flow of energy and information mm-hmm. and healing uh divine orchestration mm-hmm. that to me is a metatron so it's you like, when you say you like bring a, them in or them in you just like kind of say hello to them uh, i call on them i mm-hmm. ask for for their help and just, you know, maybe ask, just ask. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to call on you and, uh um, but it's like a, a lining with an energy to me. Angels are like, I, I think of angels as currents of energy Mm -hmm. or wisdom to my, like a ray of light. Like if the divine is just pure white light Mm -hmm. of the sun, then angels would be like, the colors of the rainbow refracted through a prism. Mm, that's nice. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But so Metatron is like that. And then to me, um, Michael is fiery energy mm. and Raphael is air, the air mm-hmm. element. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're really cleansing and so protective, especially Archangel yeah. Michael. If mm-hmm. I feel energetically unsafe in any way, mm-hmm. then I will just call an Archangel Michael and that's instantly nice. feel safer. That's nice. Yeah. I like to be, I maybe am a little, it's funny because I, at some point talk about boundaries again with Saturn. I've, because of how I grew up, I'm so clear with my boundaries. Like I'm, I don't think I'm harsh with them, but I'm just like boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And I do it also with even angels. I call them and I feel like angels are respectful of boundaries like you don't have to tell them anything but when you open up a channel i just want to also say for everybody because if you open up a channel um it's important to close after because like there are i mean i've seen like aliens and other 
being like sometimes people are like get really into calling in angels and you don't do this but i'm just saying a lot of, i've seen a lot of people who are like i'm like are you asking for a lot of help because i can't even see them because they're just so cloudy with so much information from other oh, guys oh yeah that's very common <laughs> Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're very yeah, you, clear. You don't see that? You don't see that with me? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in the reading space, but, um, you don't, you don't feel like you have a lot. Of, I call it transmediumship. You don't feel like that to me. But yeah, it happens a lot. So it's just really important. I think just when we tell people to call in angels to also be like, okay, and now I shut down the, not shut down your crown chakra, but just turn it down and don't allow anything else because it really can be like a signal where it's like all these guides come in and guides are like people. Some are good, some are not helpful. Let's just call them helpful and not helpful. And you really ultimately do want to, I think because you get your own information so clearly, Tess, that like mm. bringing in other angels, it's like I do the same thing, you know, it's great and I consciously call them, but then it's like, okay, now my own, I'm back to my channel. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, no, I could see now I can, I'm tuning into what you're thinking. I mm -hmm. think I'm tuning into what you pick up on because for me, I do call on every day. I call mm -hmm. on, um, Raphael in the east, Michael in the south, mm. Gabriel in the west, mm -hmm. and Uriel in the north. So the angels of the four directions. And then Metatron from above and Sandalphon from below. Mm. And I don't say, okay, now I'm shutting it down. I'm mm. like, I let them stay. But what I'm doing is I'm calling on the elements and the directions. And it's like very much about boundaries and about yes, like exactly. them helping me with me, with my space mm -hmm. and my channel and like definitely tuning into them. But yeah. I also think of them, I think of everyone as connected. We're all one. Mm -hmm. So well, they're aspects of my connection to the divine. Mm -hmm. Well, so when I you're love. pointing right now, you're making motions just people can't see and you are showing me like, your phys they're around your physical space, but not mm -hmm. in your physical space. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. So this actually hasn't occurred to me before that, mm -hmm. um, that sometimes when people call on angels and guides, they are doing it like, okay, I don't know anything exactly. myself. Yes. So exactly. I need help. Please help me. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it's like th to think of it as a co-creation and a like, mm -hmm. I mean, you can want help. I'm not saying like, you can be in a place of like, oh my God, I need help. Help me. But just be real clear, like where your boundary is and, and who you're calling in. Like that's what I'm saying. You're calling in very high level angels who are not going to mess with your boundaries, you know? And, it, and it's actually an aspect of setting my boundaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah. it's not like come on in and like just take care of everything <laughs> right. for me. It's like, I want to set this clear boundary so that I can be empowered. Yes. You know, it's like a different intention. Exactly. Maybe. Very different intention. Yeah. It's not coming from a, I don't know what I'm doing, but you can't right. even be like, I don't know what I'm doing and I need some help. I mean, they're there for you, but just to be clear, like, like I said, I'm only calling in the highest and, and right. I want you around my aura, not in it. And again, the high ones won't go in your aura anyway. They don't want to. Um, yeah, instead of just like any old yes, star exactly. being. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's yeah. really a lot of that. Not just guides and that, you know, aren't maybe the most helpful, but also people. You know, it's kind of just like mm. everybody's in there and then right. they're really hard to see. Uh, sometimes there's sessions where I'm just clearing everybody out for like a half yeah, an hour. Interesting. <laughs> and I mean, I even kind of think of what I what I do daily with the, the angelic like four directions. That's mm -hmm. actually, I think I might have been purposely creating a boundary yeah. to keep that all of that mm. out. Because in LA, I, I started doing that in Los Angeles yeah. and it, the energy there is just so crazy mm -hmm. like, <laughs> that I needed to do. I needed to learn how to do that, mm -hmm. you know, to like really powerfully set an energetic boundary yeah. for people, but also for all of the beings flying around. Yeah. That's why the crown chakra is great. It's a great way to connect, but you really just got to be like, turn on and then you don't, again, you don't have to shut it all the way off, but just be like, okay, I'm going to turn it down to like 30% open or something or for, you know, just not be wide open for everybody to come in. And again, we're back to permissions. You can just turn permissions off for any 
anybody that or any guides or that you don't want in your space. Yeah. I mean, what if you keep it open, but you like set the intention to lock mm-hmm. into just like that divine diamond white light of the cosmos? Yes. Would you that can be do okay? That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, I don't think you need your crown chakra, in my opinion, your crown chakra open a hundred percent unless you're like in meditation. <laughs> like, it's, right. like, I don't think so personally. That feels like very maybe open. Not, maybe to you me. don't need all any chakras no. all the way open all the time. I but like so. like a healthy I think that like yeah. a chakra a good chakra meditation would be like whatever's appropriate and balanced and healthy, like yes. that amount of open. Yeah, and when you're in meditation you can open and then after you can kinda say and you can ask yourself again that comes back to trusting your own information, you know, like how open do I want this? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think that's why I like to do magical hygiene too, where I surround mm. myself in a sphere of light so that yes. it's like, it's not just straight at my chakras, like anything can enter. Right. It's like, there's a sphere around me too. Exactly. It really is all of this stuff, you know, can sound, is, I guess, super woo woo, <laughs> but it, you can apply all of this to people, like alive people and bodies, you know? Mm-hmm. And just like, it's the same thing. Like how much do I, do I want to walk around letting everybody in my space? No, I don't. No, you don't. I'm just going to yeah, tell you, you like, don't. <laughs> it's just a healthy um visualization for yeah. being in the world exactly. is like, here's my space and I'm choosing for it to be sacred and filled with light and to be safe and to be grounded and to make decisions that benefit me. Yeah. So yes. yeah, no matter what. Um, I mean, I talk to, I do have a series of guides that I talk to pretty much every day. And I have people that have passed that I talk to every day. Really just one, I guess. But, um, <laughs> but they're my friends and they're really, really great friends. And I just keep them, but they still, I mean, they respect my boundaries. And just like a living person, if they didn't respect my boundaries, then that wouldn't be a healthy relationship. Yeah. So, but I still have the intent, like, okay, you're over there. You're not in my space. Oh, yeah. I yeah. have that with guides too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, we kind of went far off of the original thing, but, um, I think we got our point across. <laughs> I think that we made some other interesting points. <laughs> yeah. And just saying, hello, I guess it all does tie back to getting your information from present time, being clear about your boundaries, being clear where you are. And, you know, I'll just say one last thing. For instance, I am going to be going on an international trip next Friday. Yeah. And I have some fears about flying well my daughter has fears especially so um about flying over water and i'm just reminding myself through this conversation to really just say hello to present time and check in in the moments is how do i feel right now okay like we're safe we're good you know right and then yeah, i think yeah oh go ahead no, i was just saying and it can't it's also great to visualize a happy outcome and adding that kind of, sorry, that kind of energy into the situation, I think does help. Yeah. I think travel is great for, um, helping us to come into the present moment. Mm. Cause it's like, that's always when you, the best travel days is when you're like, I'll just take it one moment at a yeah. time instead of like, Oh no, what's going to happen? I have all of this right. know, anxiety about going through, um, security or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if we're just like, I'll just go through, you know, each point. I'll just be there fully yes. when it arises. Yes. All right. Well, that was the energy report. It was wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. What do you have for us today? Okay. So practical magic. Um, this, so going with the Saturn retrograde mm-hmm. theme, we are, many of us, you include, I think everyone actually, mm-hmm. will benefit from more deeply and consciously aligning with our life path. Mm. So what I mean by life path, it's in, in the West, we talk about career and think of that as like, this is how we make our money, you know, but um, in feng shui, career and life path it is, it like actually predates that whole concept mm. of career that we have. It's more the deep, authentic flow of your life. Like, do you feel mm. like you are expressing your 
your soul's, you know, essence yeah. in a way that feels nourishing mm-hmm. and feels natural. That's and it's interesting you say that because yeah. I all that's what I think of when I think of life path. I'm always like, if or if I get frustrated or something with how I think my career is supposed to go, I think, well, what is what lessons is are am I learn I always come back to that, the soul's lessons and yeah. what I'm learning or like where what I want to feel and have that in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not it's like everything is your career. It's not like or your life path. It's not right. just when I'm working and making money or advancing my, you know, potential in some way. Mm-hmm. It's like Every moment, are you, you know, do you feel like in this moment you're sharing love, you're mm-hmm. um, expressing who you are, you're learning lessons, you know, it's flowing. Mm-hmm. And in feng shui, it's connected to the water element. And so to, sense. if you think of the flow, the natural mm-hmm. flow of a river, it's the same, or the depth, the deep depth of an ocean that is just like knows who it is so deeply. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So, um, so this week, this is actually a ritual from my book, my latest book, You Are Magical. Mm. If you could get a moonstone, I'm holding one right now. Um, is that a, a moonstone? Moon oh, it's a peach, peach moonstone. Moon yeah. Oh, I but love moonstone. I know. I'm looking to see if I have any in this room, but I don't. I'm wearing some moonstone earrings yeah. too, but so, any moonstone, if you could get a moonstone mm-hmm. and um, go to a moving body of water or natural body of water mm-hmm. and then hold the moonstone and relax and breathe and attune mm-hmm. to the water and start to merge your energy with the water so that you feel aligned with it. You can feel that water element within you and kind of feel like your heart, your belly, your mind, you're just really aligning with your authentic depth and flow. I love this. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Me too. So then um, dunk your moonstone into the water to absorb the water energy and then touch the moonstone to your mm-hmm. belly, your heart, mm-hmm. and your forehead, your third eye. Mm-hmm. And set the intention to align with your life path even more strongly. Mm-hmm. So then for the next 28 days, keep a notebook nearby and anything that you kind of tune into that has to do with your life path. How does your soul want to express? What is you? What do you want to share with the world? What brings you joy? When do you feel like you're in the flow? Mm-hmm. And then 28 days later, roughly, or it could be at the next new moon, go back to the body of water and with your notebook and your moonstone and ask yourself, what action feels the most expansive and exciting? What one action could I take that feels really expansive and exciting? And then, and it may have to do with your career, your quote unquote career, or it might have to do with something totally different, but, uh, Whatever it is, write it down and then start making plans to take that action. I love that. So could this life path, it doesn't have to be something that you are pursuing financially. No. It can be anything. Yeah, and it could just even be like um, something that you feel like you want to – like maybe you feel like I want to spread love or I Mm want to be present I want to listen deeply. Um, I want to connect with other people or spread laughter and joy or spread beauty, create anywhere I go. I want to make it more beautiful. Mm. You know, it could be something like that. And then everything will arise from that. Yeah. You know, if you want to be making money, if you need to be, mm-hmm. then what, any way that you're making money could arise from that. Any way that you express a relationship or any like normal everyday things that you do could be expressions of that mm-hmm. purpose. So when you go to the water, I'm wondering if you can, um, well, two things. One, can you have an exact like idea of like what you just said? Like I want to, ex- for instance, I want to express more love and then do the ritual or do you want oh, sure. the ritual to just be what, or could it also just be, okay, show me what I need to express more of? It could be either of those. Okay. So it probably depends on where you, know, you are. Yeah. 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 What well, feels right to mm-hmm. you. Okay. 
Well, I, did you make that? I mean, did you, that come to you? Like, was this your um, original idea? Yes. I yes, love when it. I wrote You Are Magical. Yeah, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot of creeks near us, so I want to go do that. I'm realizing, weirdly, I have a moonstone ring, but I don't think I have any moonstones. Oh, you can do it with the ring. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, or you could get a moonstone. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be a good excuse to yes, get a new crystal. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I, there's always reasons. <laughs> I do. Before my readings, I always look at my stones and I say, okay, which stone will support this person? before the reading and it always is exactly what they're going through mm. um okay well what i for your segment is called oh practical magic oh i love it <laughs> that is so good. i'm not gonna remember how that went <laughs> so should we um pick cards again yes i actually already picked your card what that's cheating. I know. I, did, I tuned in before. <laughs> I hope that's okay. Was that? <laughs> Could have done that. Um, okay. Do you, so should you just tell me? So now this card is for me, but also for yes. everybody listening. It's for you and it's for everybody yeah. listening and probably for me also, right. as we learned from last week. <laughs> okay. I'm going to write this one down so I don't forget. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I drew Fox Glove. This is, this is from my Magic of Flowers Oracle. So Love listeners, that. the image is a woman holding a horn and she like, what, how would you describe that? I don't even know how I describe that to the author. Well, she's, she's blowing like, through the horn, isn't she? Yeah, and she's kind of wearing like um armor type garb. Mm-hmm. She has a sword. She's just this really powerful. Yeah, being she looks very fierce. Yeah. Does she also have a among, dagger or Yes, a dagger or a sword or something mm-hmm, like that on mm-hmm, her belt. Mm-hmm. And she has foxglove around her. And the name of this card is Summon Your Courage. Oh boy. So yeah. <laughs> so the um the specific message that came through that is in I have like a number of messages and the one that stood mm. out in the book is all power is available to you. It only awaits your recognition, acceptance, and self-assurance. Mm, so like it's summon your courage and to remember you have courage and you have the power. And that's one of the things, the wonderful things in the magical spiritual path is to remember that is like, mm. oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm magical. You know, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say this also harkens back to the earlier conversation of we all have this ability to speak to the other worlds that we can't see. We we do have the power, not just Mm -hmm. in this physical reality. Well, yeah, we're in this physical reality, but also, yeah. So I like that a lot. We have the power. We have the courage. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it, I really like, I've seen a few times the meme, um, less bitching, more witching. <laughs> Cause I love that. Like when you find that you're like, oh, this again, you know, like mm. I, when I, I do that, like, oh wow, this challenge again. That's like, oh yeah, yeah, I have the power to change that. Yeah. And to set that intention, to believe that, to plug, to consciously connect your energy to the energy of the earth and mm. the cosmos and the divine and to, then create that positive change. Yes, and again, this reminds me of what we were talking about further, is like calling in help because that help is there. I just want to make sure I didn't make it sound like it's bad to ask for help if you're feeling disempowered or unempowered. I'm not sure which is the right word. But yeah, you can call that help in from all the helpful sources, just being really clear again. About your yeah, I think you're but. just saying like, Call it in, but then also remember that you also have power. Yes. And yes. then, and then, like, I think if you go with that, if you're like remembering, mm-hmm. I have the power mm-hmm. and I, and, and setting the intention to have a clear aura and a yes. healthy boundaries, then your own intuition, I think, would tell you, oh, I'm kind of cloudy. I gotta, like, maybe yeah. let go of some of these, get these beings out of my field. Yes, I agree with that. So call on help in a conscious way. Yes, yes. But you can feel down and out and ask for help. Please do. I mean, Mm -hmm. of your spirit guides and all of that. I mean, and that's really magic is co-creating with the universe. Yes, yes. But it is, I think, remembering that word Mm co-create is important. Yes. 
Yes, because they are here. They are here to protect you if you're aware of them, you know, especially with the ones you're calling in. If you do it with intention, they're not going to mess with your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, and so I, like I keep, mm-hmm. when I'm talking about this, I keep um, this message with this card and what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking of seeing the image of plugging into the energy grid of the earth. Mm-hmm. So that, because that can help us to remember how vast our power, our own mm-hmm. personal power is, and then how interconnected it also is mm-hmm. to the all. So it's because it's like that's the place where we work magic is we remember like there's the illusion of separation where we're this like little separate being. But then there's the truth of who we really are, which is one with all that is. And that's asking for help is asking for help from the part of us that is one with everything. Yes, that's right. So when you tune into the, what did you call it? The grid work of the earth? The energy grid of the earth. Oh, do you do that? Well, it's like locking in. Yeah, I mean, sending your roots down into the core of the earth Mm -hmm. and just remembering that. It's like an image to me of grounding your energy is locking in. I like that. Yeah, because when I do my grounding cord, I imagine it going to the center of the earth to a place with my name on it. Like the cord goes right into my name. But I like the idea of it going into like my name, but then also that's connected to the whole grid work the whole grid yeah and Mm -hmm. that's a different thing too like i anchor into the center of the earth but yeah then when i think of anchoring into the grid it's like yeah going the energy going through every part of the earth that we lock into that reminds me of something that i i think i might save it for next time because we might be going on but it's about um <laughs> Next time, we'll, let's talk about the energies of our names. Maybe that oh, will be my energy report fun. segment. Yeah, let's isn't it that. fun that we could actually really just endlessly talk about this stuff? Like, <laughs> <That's> we, <true>. <laughs> <laughs> we will not run out of excitement no, or topics. That's true. <laughs> okay. Well, today I, oh, were you done? Sorry. Yes. So yes. yeah, everybody lock into that power because you're all powerful and I will remember that as well. Yeah. Me too. Why don't I pick, how do you feel? Oh, this is another, I didn't even realize that Colette Baron Reed deck, Spirit Animal. She's animals. so awesome. We she's love so her. Amazing. Maybe and, someday she'll be a guest. Oh, that'd be great. Can you see I this? Know. This is the deck. Ooh, um, I love it. And, um, I actually bought the deck that you read from me last oh, week. Oh, did you, do you, have you looked at it? I haven't. It came yesterday, which was kind of a crazy day, but, um, I can't wait to open it. I'm going to do that later. Sorry, I hope there's not a bunch of noise going on here. Okay, so I'm going to pick from, this is called the the Spirit, I have to make sure I'm talking into the mic, the Spirit Animal Oracle Deck. So when you, I'm just like tuning in, I think I said this last time, but you do yours out loud when you tune in and I just like tune in. It works both ways. Yeah. Works both ways. I feel like that's a song. Um, <laughs> um, when you, so I'm gonna do this with the intention of for this week, right? It's a card for this week for everybody's highest good and for Tess, the message for everybody. And it this, yeah, it's a spirit animal, guys. So I'm gonna pick what is the spirit of the week animal? Okay. This is the parrot spirit. Ooh. Watch your, whoop. There's the thing. Watch your words. Oh. Interesting. Watch your words. Are you going to be, do you have any speaker events coming up or anything? Well, you always, you do? Well, yeah. I mean, in June, I do. And, but I mean, I'm, I also have my web chat and I also Yeah, you have a lot of, you do a lot of words. A lot of words going on. This was actually upside down, so it's the protection message. So it says, are you aware of what you're saying to yourself and others? I really like that. Yeah, about how you speak to yourself is just as important as how you speak to others. And obviously it's a reflection of that. Um, Parrot spirit. Parrot spirit, that's hard to say, shows up as a reminder to heed the words that flow from your mouth, your pen, and your keyboard. Be mindful of the beliefs you have internalized. Are they what you chose to believe? I mean, this is exactly what we were talking about, about yeah. getting it from present time, yeah, not from your past or yeah. Yeah, to examine that. It's exactly what we were talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Are you communicating with integrity? Parent spirit wants you to listen to what you say and your motives for saying it. Um, okay, should I, I'll just quickly go. Right speech is called right speech is called for now, which means you are called to reflect on the beliefs that have been parroted by people so often that you seem simply accepted them unquestionably unquestioningly this is so hard for me to read today journal about what you truly believe and wish to see in the world and in your life parrots represent the law of praise so you are called to speak the truth and speak with love well that's a nice message yeah and i like how it it goes along with saturn retrograde too mm-hmm. and and the energy report mm-hmm. like, really examine what are these stories that are that you're building your reality on. Right. Yes, exactly. And beliefs. And it reminds me of mirror work. Do you ever do mirror work? I have. You mean talking to yourself in the mirror? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I have mm-hmm. started to... Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say I've started to do that. Like, I luckily made a habit of it. So after I work out in the morning, I look in the mirror and I tell myself, I love you. And I and it's started to be so fun because, like, I have started to, like, be like, I love you exactly at the age you are. I love how you're doing the best you can. I love, you know, and it's like this morning I made myself laugh because I, like, really felt it coming back to me, like, the love, you know. And I was looking in my own eyes and, like, That's it was it's so I feel like that goes along with the parrot. Like, if you guys want to yes. maybe listeners try the mirror yeah love and you can just start with saying i love you and then your name but then you know maybe see how much you can build and to really get the same way you do for your loved ones mm-hmm. you look in their eyes and you just see how much you accept them and see how hard they're working and see how you know important things are to them and mm-hmm. it's like you just care about them so much i want to give them so much support and validation and love and so to do that to yourself in the mirror is a beautiful yeah. Powerful practice. That really is great. You know, I think I spoke about this in the first one, but, um, when I did that inner child work and I said to myself, I forgive you, mm-hmm. af- I didn't used to be able to, I mean, I feel like I have pretty good feelings about myself and self esteem, but I, mirrors, like I just couldn't even look in the mirror. Mm. Or I could, but I didn't want to. <laughs> Yeah. Like even like in the bathroom or whatever at the movie theater, I just like want to avoid it. And since Uh, I told myself I forgive you, it's all changed. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Now I'm able because I felt, I guess I felt so much shame and like that I was bad or I did something wrong, you know. Yeah. So if you're having a hard time looking in the mirror, maybe you need to forgive yourself. Yeah, you could, and that, and that's a good diagnostic, you Mm -hmm. know, like, okay, I have some work to do. And then to start the mirror work and also hugging yourself. Have we talked about this? Mm -mm. Like, there's this book called Self-Compassion by Chris, Kristen Neff. Mm -hmm. Have you read it Mm -mm. or heard of it? No. So good. It's so good. It's, it's, um, she researched self-compassion and it's, it's really a paradigm shift. I love it so much. I'm going to get that. Yeah. I highly recommend it. And one of the things she says to do is to actually hug yourself and give yourself, like, just rub your arm and that it actually, mm. sh- it shifts your brain chemistry. It helps you soften and open and feel validated. That's interesting. I wonder if, you know, the love languages? Yeah. Are you, what, do you know what you are? Yeah. What? Verbal. You're verbal. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Well, I think mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. Words of it's, affirmation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't love to be hugged unless I, in, unless I want to be. Right. <laughs> I mean, so neither does anybody, but a lot of, like, Brett loves to be, like, that's his love language, is touch. It, oh, touch. Yeah. Um, Ted's is, um, physical presence or like just being there, just being Quality nearby. time. Quality time? Maybe. Is that what that maybe is? that's what it's called. I don't really remember. I think it is just like being together or maybe that's going out and doing things. No, yeah, no, it's not quality time. I think it's another one that's just being Uh, nearby, like being around. (laughs) (laughs) I think think. we have that too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so I wonder if the touch thing, well, maybe it will work even if that wasn't your love language. But um, Oh, it's like, well, it's like, um, what is that chemical that's released in your brain when you... No, no, 
there's another one that's like when you cuddle with somebody. Oxytocin. Oh, oxytocin. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a feel-good, warm, fuzzy. Mm-hmm. It's that. Oh. That is released when you hug yourself oh, or when you like give yourself affection in okay. any way. Well, if I do think mirror work, maybe this is just me and I'm just like trying to avoid it, but can be intense for people. So if you feel that that's too much for you or start with journaling, I think if, hmm. um, or you could also do both, but, um, I think that's also a good way just to like write down things that you feel good about. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people I see anyway, I often see journaling as the, a really good way for them to give themselves love, like to yeah. channel that loving feeling. So that can be you're another. starting to talk, like opening the lines of communication mm-hmm. with yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, and that goes with the parrot too. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that we have done it again. We did it again. Oops, we did it <laughs> did again. It again. <laughs> Um, and we already said all of our stuff in the beginning, but yeah, again, if you want me to answer a question, please email us at whatever our email is. Yeah, whatever our email address is, send us an email. Just do it. It's probably magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Probably, most likely. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much.